You like Chinese food, bro? I do like Chinese food, but it's like it got to be from certain spots. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, I like I'll fuck a Chinese buffet up, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'll fuck a buffet up because I'm like, ain't no way y'all could be doing some dirt in the back with everybody walking around and peeping everything. Yeah, you know bro. what I'm saying? That they're good. They made UFOs. <laughs> they made a whole sun. What you talking about? They're good, bro. That shit is nuts. They, man, they they lapped us, bro. They've I been lapped us. No bro. freedom is good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get lot. You get a lot of shit done when you ain't got freedom, bro. This is true. They used you. You remain disciplined. Exactly right. But shout um, out to the Chinese government. Yeah, I like I like Chinese food. It gotta be like orange chicken or like some like General Tso's or some shit. It gotta mushu. be chicken. Big mushu. Fuck is that? A mushu, nigga. What is mushu? That's like uh, I think it's a cow. What's when they put uh, sneakers on a cow? What? Terrible joke, bro. <laughs> Terrible. I need some alcohol, guys. <laughs> I did, bro. It took me a second to fucking let it register. Mushu is terrible. <laughs> Episode 128. 128. Uh, it's your boy, Zay. Big Gino here, joined by a beautiful co-host of mine's, uh, Big Drip himself, all black, with the gold chain on. Hello. Say hello to the world. Hello, everybody. I am Emilio, a.k.a. Big Drip, the yes. Big Drip extraordinaire. Oh, shit. You know, you know what it is, baby. As we like to say here, if you don't take kindly to jokes, if you're too sensitive, I lighthearted, this is not the podcast for you, so... If you are scared, get the fuck out. You scared get the fuck Beat out. It. Like my MJ said. We would like to apologize for not being here. About a week, about two weeks, you know what I'm saying? You know, we have decided to live our lives, you know? 2022 yeah. resolution is we're going to huh. live and we're not going to fucking press things, you know what I'm saying? So right. like Zay man, how's your how was your how was your uh, week away from the pod? It was grand, bro. It was very grand. My shorty came from out of town and spent the week. So, I mean. That's why we didn't record. Zay was in love. Hey, man. (laughs) I was. Hey, bro. But that's. I was, was like, very happy for you, man. I was happy we got got to spend that time together. Uh, I was happy we got to hang out that Friday. Like, it was mm -hmm. dope. It was real dope. And I was like, oh, this makes me so happy seeing you happy, man. No, I mean, shit. I got my cowboy hat on. (laughs) I was ready to rodeo. Nah, but no, nah, it was definitely fun kicking it, man. Just chilling. We did a lot of fucking living. Lot, yeah, a lot of living. A lot of spending money, which I hate. Yeah, bro. But nah, it was, it was it was. I enjoyed it, man. It was a great time. Man. I came in here. There was no couches or nothing. They had to sell all his shit. Yep. We sitting on the floor right now recording. All I, only thing I kept was the the microphone. Couldn't <laughs> give them up. Good, she was like man. excited to see fucking snow and shit. I'm like, I guess. Oh, she she oh she from Cali. Yeah, she from that you can go way. stomp on if you want. Make <laughs> some snow angels. You said you see that yellow snow over there? If you eat it, it right. tastes really good. Uh, lemonade flavored. L- lemonade. But um, yeah, no, it was great. A good time, man. Good man, I'm happy for. I had to get back to the west west coast asap ski. Yeah. How about you, man? Oh, uh, you know, good man. week. Life has been uh, life has been great. Mysterious. Life has been mysterious, but it, life has been really good. You know what I'm saying? I'm very can't argue with that. Very blessed. Very uh, thankful for the way that life is going. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I've been reading like so like I'm back on my reading shit like heavy. Yeah, me too. So like before, you know, I was like, I was trying to read a book a week, and like this so far, like what are we? And we're in the third week of. Yep. January, I've read three books so far, and I'm trying to yeah. keep up with that. Man, pace. you reading Doctor Seuss books or not? I said, I said, one red fish, 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 one fish, two fish, green fish, blue fish. I said, all right, I'm done. That's book one. But um, <laughs> but I'm, fish. I'm trying to stay stay with that pace and yeah. really like read a book a week, and I'm trying to grow as much as I possibly can. And reading these books that I've read over these last couple of weeks. And just like looking at my life as a whole, it's really giving me like an appreciation for everything. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like every small thing in it, I'm just like so thankful for. And I don't know, I'm just really like 
I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm just like really like appreciating and like I'm loving everything that's happening in life, no matter what, whether it's good or bad. I'm grateful for it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I'm kind of just embracing things as they come and not really trying to force things. And life has been so much more beautiful living that way. Yeah, no, so, I, like, I agree with that shit. I, I just got a, um, I'm sure you got me to buy this planner, bro. This planner is like a legit ass planner. It's you like got a, a planner? planner. It's like an all in one. Yeah, no, this is dope. So I just been fucking with that lately. I feel like when you write things down, it almost gives you motivation because it says like in the beginning of each week or a month or whatever yeah. it tells you like, oh, what do you want to do this week or what's your goals this week? Like attainable goals and it tells you like what what what's your mood like at the end of uh, each day and shit. Mm-hmm. I uh, no, it works. I love it. I love it. A lot of the books that I've read, um, I've, I've read a lot about like how like the millionaire mindsets and shit like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they all write down their goals and they all write down shit. They all journal. And it's like to me, like I don't write down my goals, but I do journal. Like when mm-hmm. I'm like when I, I'm one thing I'm really trying to like um, press on myself this year too is only do things like when it like when I when I feel right doing it. So like I used to like try to journal every day, mm-hmm. and like some days I would just be like I don't feel like doing this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I'd be doing it, and it'd just be like blah. Just write that down. I didn't feel like it. That's yeah. actually a good. That's <laughs> actually a very, a very good idea. Now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it, now, now you say go that. back on it and be like, yeah. Yeah, this day I was I wasn't in the mood to do that. Shit. But um, it's very important, man. And, you know, I think it's beautiful how, as men, I think it's beautiful how much women can like uplift us and make us better. Shout you know out to the women's because bro. something small like that, like she said, she got you to get a journal. Mm-hmm. That is gonna make you so much better, oh, and yeah. it's literally just like the smallest thing. Right, yeah. but it's gonna make you a lot better. And like, hey, shout out, shout out to Tina, man. That's hey. hey, shout out to her, man. Shout out to the whole fucking podcast. Let's yeah, go. man. But that's a, uh, that's good. Like, that's amazing. It's really good that you have that and you're doing that. Mm-hmm. But um, no, definitely a thousand percent, one million percent. So you know, like lately in the in the social media sphere, <laughs> social media verse and the metaverse. Yeah, I can't wait for the metaverse. The bro. biggest thing. Right now is Euphoria. Oh yeah. Have you watched Euphoria? I seen like two episodes of episode, of season one, and then I seen like two episodes of season two. Well, there's only two episodes of season two. Well, yeah, I think I seen that and that. So, how do you feel about the show? Oh, it's too much for me, bro. Too much? Like, what do you mean? It's like everybody gotta be doing something. Like, why can't niggas just go to school, get good grades, and go home, bro? <laughs> why can't, do I have to look at a dick every episode? They show more dicks than fucking. It's like, guess what? It's been ten minutes, dick. Like, I guarantee you, like, and these kids, they're supposed to be high schoolers. Yeah, I ain't kind of look at no high school dick, bro. Come on, I ain't trying to go to jail. Can I be corrected if I'm wrong? But where at in America are there any high schools that are like this? Grant, we've been out of high school for a while, bro, and it's a whole different, it's a whole different shit going on. I believe, bro. So. But you, high school, do you you remember high school parties growing up? Yeah. None of them were like these. High school That's what I'm saying though, show. but now, bro, I don't know. Like, it's more than alcohol now. I feel like back then it was really just alcohol or weed. But yeah, good point. That's actually a really good point. Now, I bet everybody in high school is fucking fucking everybody. Let me get a bean. Hell yeah. So I don't know. But like you know how I feel about Euphoria. Like I like Euphoria. Like I, it's a good show. But I, yeah, I mean I wouldn't say it's not bad. But I'm I'm not like like I said. I only saw the first two episodes of season one. I just stopped watching it. The, it it the wasn't content, dragging me back in. But to me, the content of the show is very mid. Mm-hmm. The only thing that makes it interesting is the shots. Oh, good for uh, it's very good. Yeah, it's very good cinematography. Mm-hmm. And it makes it interesting. Like, it keeps you, like, hooked. Like, the way that they shoot shit. Mm-hmm. But it's so fucking random. Like, it's a very random-ass fucking show. Yeah. And I'm like... Like, I was watching it uh, last week. And in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this show? Yeah, like, yeah, what's, the, what's the plot? <laughs> like, where, exactly, what Crack is the plot of this? trans. <laughs> meets pedophile dad. Meets like, fucking drug dealer. Hey, shout out to Fesco. Fesco's wrong. Drug dealing murderer. He talked too slow for me, bro. I'm annoyed by his character. He gotta talk like you know. That's like that's like how he really talks though. Like that's like him. He's not acting. Like, they need to put some damn reverb. Or you some know, they shit pulled him off up. of the street. Is he? Like he's never acted before. Yeah, I can tell. Like they pulled him off of the street, like in New York. He was walking in New York. They found him. They had he him stunk. do like a reading and shit. Yeah. And then he just got the part. They probably look for. They said, "Let's look for the most street level guy we can find." Yeah, I don't like him, bro. You don't like him? See, he's it's like I don't me, like. He just talks slow as hell. To me, he's the best part of the show. 
Him and, his, him, him and Ashtray. I don't know if like Ashtray is. It's bro. his little brother, his little kid. A uh, little like insane little kid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, see, I don't know nobody's name for real. I don't know, but I think this show's a little. A it's a little. Character. It's a little overrated. I feel like it's just too much going on, bro. Should should it have you like? It should be having me confused, and I've been watching yeah. this since it came out. But then again, like I haven't seen all this first season. I just kind of jumped to the second season. Excuse me, but um, that could be why I'm a little confused. But so we uh, we're on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. We had a little discussion on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, I tweeted. I said. I would never understand the point oh, yeah. of people leaving their hometowns and then bashing it like yeah. it didn't make them who they are. Yeah. So then our former co-host, Carmelo, fuck you, bitch, uh, he commented. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, bitch. <laughs> he commented on it. Mm-hmm. And do you have it right there? Like, what did he say? All right. So, yeah, you said motherfuckers love shitting on where they're from. Like it didn't make them who they are. Make it make sense. And then you got a quote tweet by me, by me, by Mies. Shout out Mies. Says, uh, "Fuck you, bitch. I hate you." Says, "Uh, I was just thinking about this the other day. Oh, today. LOL. I think it's fair to talk down on a place that gives minimal effort to its resources. My thinking is the people around you made you who you are, not the location." So I replied, "That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like it's fair. Mm-hmm. I won't argue with that point." But what's your opinion on that situation as a whole? First of all, I will, I kind of agree with what you said. Uh, the people love shitting on where they're from like it didn't make them who they are. Um, I mean, I guess I don't really care about if people shit on it or not, that part. But I definitely agree that yeah, where you're from makes you who you are. Because I feel like the people who are around you, that's what makes the location. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but I feel like everybody is like a, like a canvas or whatever. And it's like whether it's good shit or bad shit, like... It gets thrown in your canvas. They're permanently, if it's whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel like that's a direct reflection of where you're from. Because I feel like the people, basically, lamest terms, what I'm trying to say is, I feel like the people around you is the same thing as where you're from. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. And the first part, I didn't understand the first part he said. That's what I said too when I responded. It's fair. It's fair to talk down on a place that gives a minimal effort to its resources. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? I think what he meant by that is just like him saying that they really don't put much into their the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, but is that the city's fault though? I don't know if you can fault the city for that. The city? No, but like the people, like the 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 people in charge, like we'll say, like the mayors and shit. Well, like that's that. what I mean by the city when I say that. Like, I mean, if it was possible to make shit better i think they would i don't think they're just sitting in the office not doing nothing yeah well I, you know what I, I i have noticed recently in lorraine um and this is one thing that pisses me off which is why i'm kind of gonna disagree with what carmelo said mm-hmm. is that the city of lorraine has been trying to to do new shit oh yeah no nah, like they put up like they put up like the sign like the lorraine they, sign they reinvigorated for, but even before that they they've been reinvigorating life into downtown too. exactly i mean opened up a lot of like um restaurants and shit exactly they make the laws you can drink outside on downtown yeah on and broadway like, they've opened up um that the hotel they did and a lot. The bar down. Yeah, no, they've been making steps. Yeah. And on the south side of Lorraine, like they just put like an ice rink in, in Oakwood Park. There's an ice oh, rink in yeah, Oakwood Park yeah. for the winter. They put the little Lorraine sign up uh, downtown. Yeah, they Lorraine. put the Lorraine sign up downtown. And they try to do all this shit. And you know what makes it not successful? What? Is when they do this kind of stuff, rather than us going to it, people shit on it on social media. Ah, yeah. So like what I saw a lot of when they put that Lorraine sign up was, mm-hmm. oh these motherfuckers just trying to be like Cleveland. Why are we trying to be like Cleveland? Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like constant shitting on it. They put the right. ice rink up in Oakwood Park. Mm-hmm. It's in the baseball field, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the outfield of the baseball field. I think it's cool as fuck. People shitting on it. Oh, you couldn't have found a better place for it. Blah, 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 blah. It's just like there's always the people yeah. that make shit super fucking negative. Kind of like right? the first um part part of part of your first tweet. Yeah, it's like they just talk. That's what made me like tweet about that. Yeah, it's like people just talk down consistently, and it's just like, bro, you are the problem. You're the exactly. problem, no, not the city. Is, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, um, yeah, I feel like it's only been going up. 
But when I'm what I just said, what I said, I realized that yeah. Melo has a point. Mm-hmm. It's the people, not the city. <laughs> See, but, I get that, but I feel like the people are the city. But though. you should. But, I, but what, when you say city, it's like what, what does that mean? It's, it's not like the the fucking the hill has a say on anything yeah, or like exactly the streets. I feel like the people make the city. And I think that referring back to my original tweet, yeah, Melo said it's okay to talk down on the city essentially, but to me, you should talk down on the people, not the city. Because exactly, people right? that are making, and shit I think when people talk down on it, and eh, no, I was gonna say some people do. I feel like most people, uh, I don't want to say most, maybe 50 50. I feel like 50 50 people, when they talk down on the city, I think they're referring to things that are direct, like if it's violence or anything bad, that's a reflection of the city. I mean, the people of the city, not directly like the things that the city's trying to do, but then it's also that crowd that, yeah, like point out, like. Why they put the ice, or why they make the uh, city sign? It's like what? And to me, it's would you rather like, not have it, or like what's exactly? Do you want it to stay what it is? Exactly, right. One I, thing that I just, I just hate the fact that like once people get out of their hometown or something, they just shit on it. Like, bro, if it wasn't for where you grew up, you would not be who you are. Because that's what I'm saying. That's, put, that's plug what I, you I into a different with. city. Yeah. You're gonna be around different people. You're gonna be around different environments. You're gonna be completely different. Yeah. So you need to be fucking thankful for where you came from. Mm-hmm. Whether it was complete shit, and you got out of that, you need to be thankful that you were able to experience that shit. Mm-hmm. Because now, excuse me, you never want to experience that again. Mm-hmm. And those hardships made you into who you are. Right. And you need to be grateful for all of that shit. Yeah, you would think you would think people would uh, hear that and then so like, like okay me. I don't give a fuck where life takes me. Mm-hmm. I could be on the other side of the fucking country and live in there. Lorraine will always be home to me, and you will fuck never yeah. catch me talking down on Lorraine. Right, no. And I feel like talking down and criticizing are two different things, too. Like, um, now that we're adults, I feel like we are more um, involved when it comes to, like, oh, taxes and, like, cities and sh- yeah. or fixing problems in the city and shit like that. Yeah. So it's always going to be times like that. Like, man, I got this over here. Y'all should be using this money to fix this or fix the school so they know it's better education and shit like that mm-hmm. but yeah i'm not the person that's just like um you see something bad oh that's that's lorraine for you or some shit something bad happens or uh because i feel like you know you're um people think the grass is always greener on the other side that's not true bro because you can go another city like the grass is greener where you water it Bro, there you go. That's some facts for your ass but <laughs> oakland like oakland i'll talk to uh, my girl about oakland and shit like these niggas get their cars broken into like every other day, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. I'm like, I never have to worry about like, to be honest, locking my guard doors, even though I lock my shit so don't try me. Yeah. When I'm out here, I don't even think about nothing like that. that I know ass. shit happens, but people always want to act like we live in fucking Compton or some shit where it's that bad. But no, you just haven't been at another places. In LA, motherfuckers be getting robbed all the time. Everybody want to move to LA. Everybody want to move to Miami and pretend like that's going to make their lives 10 times better. Where it's like, like you said, I feel like the grass is greener wherever you, uh, wherever you water. That makes Man. a lot more sense than just thinking getting out of a bad situation. Uh, relatively bad uh, situation is going to make shit better. I had a, a former associate of mine. Um, they uh, they moved across the country mm-hmm. to go work in a factory. And Some taxes hit them. So. No, but they, they moved across the country to work in a factory. Mm-hmm. And it was them consistently shitting on here. And in my mind, I was like, hey, man. You moved across the country to do the same shit that you're doing here. And there's nothing different about your life other than your surroundings. You still hate everything in your life. You still hate yourself. Like, mm-hmm. what's what's the, what's the your uh, what's your M.O. here? Like, what's, what's going on? Because, like, you're... I, I hated it. I hated it. And that's why, like, I, I'm really not cool with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, you moved away just to do the same shit that you're doing just to try to shit on. Everyone here because you yeah, got to you're in a different so state. Strange, you know what I'm saying? Like, what yeah, type of like, ego, what do for, ego yeah. trip is that? And I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, I just I hate that kind of shit, and I hate anything that has to do with bashing. What made you you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just wild to me, and to me, it's just oh, that's just like a big ego trip, and it's just to me, you're not living in reality when you're sitting there. Yeah, I don't get it. I feel like it's almost like. It, like, drives them, like, the fact that they aren't where, like, you said it's an ego trip. Like, since you're not where everyone else is or Which is nothing wrong with that. 
No, no, I mean the part where it's like they want to be somewhere else to sit on the other oh, where they come yeah, from. It's yeah, like yeah, almost like a, a, like a something they, they, they feed off of or they thrive yeah. off of, which is strange. I don't know. I feel like usually people love where they're from. You know what I mean? I just don't understand the first part. That's why I didn't really want to get into like yeah. all the semantics about it because yeah, I just didn't get the, the minimum effort to his resources. So I had a conversation at the bar last week, right? And um, my brother, I know you're going to hear this. Uh-oh. Just know this is all for conversation purposes. Uh-oh. I love you, and I promise I'm not hurt, even though I'm hurt. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, right? Yeah. So Zay, uh, who's your? Who would you say is like your best friend? My best friend? Yeah. I don't know if you know if I have a best friend. I feel like I just got like a. I don't, I don't know if I say I have a singular best friend. Okay, let's say uh, if you had to pick a best man. Damn, that's a good question. I never thought of that. Right. <sighs> Aaron, Aaron, Aaron probably just rolled his eyes right now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna say my brother, bro, for fuck's sake. Okay, so for me, mm-hmm. right? I've been best friends with my best friend since from like fourth grade, fourth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Like we met in like fourth grade. We've been best friends officially since sixth grade, right? Uh, um, Aaron's gonna be my best man, right? Mm-hmm. So as we're getting older, yeah, he he got his friends that he talks to. He's a mailman, so he talks to two of his friends on the phone all day, every day. While mm-hmm. they're on their route, they just be bullshitting, right? Mm-hmm. So we're at the bar, and he goes, hey, man. <laughs> I don't know how the conversation came up, <laughs> but he was like, man, when it comes to my best man, I think I'm just going to pick. He said his cousin's name. Yeah. He said, I think I'm just going to have my cousin be my best man so I don't hurt anybody's feelings. And I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, what? that's kind of hard. That's kind of, but it wasn't because I was gonna hurt feelings. It's almost I can't even like rank like my top friends. I get it's that. Hard. But, but what I'm getting at here is is being like like best man. Is that like an important thing to you? Is nah. that important to you? Nah, I'm I'm not I'm not a big marriage person. Not that I don't want to get married. I'm just I don't put that much weight into the actual ceremony, really. So like let's so. say so let's say you had like a a homie. Yeah. Where you're like you were thinking in your mind, oh I should be your best man. Like mm-hmm. I, there's no question. And they didn't make you your best man. You would feel some type of way. Um, unless I felt like it was somebody, the person that got picked over me wasn't family, and if it was like somebody who I felt like wasn't there as much as me, yeah, then I'll be like, what? I was like, but, he was like, come on, bro, it's my cousin. I was like, no, fuck that, bro. He fucked up when he said because he didn't want to break uh, hurt feelings. Yeah, I was like, so you're yeah. telling me I'm in competition with somebody when yeah. it shouldn't be, fucker. Right. <laughs> but I was like, oh, some real shit. Air, I know you go hear this. I really don't care. It's it's really fine. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just like, I looked at it and I was just like, man, that is like a that's a that's a, a weird thing that I that. It made me feel some type of way. Like, why do I care that much about that? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I wanted to get, like, your opinion on just, like, that in general. Just, like, just the best man chronicles. You know what I'm saying? Like, does it that. does it matter for real? Show. And, like, now that, like, I've had time to sit and reflect on it, it really don't matter. It's not that big of a deal. But then he was like, no, but you better make a speech at my wedding. I was like, no. Nah, I'm not the best man. <laughs> Only best men make the speech. Maybe for your cousin. <laughs> yeah, I said. I said. Hopefully, your cousin got some good fucking stories mm-hmm. with you, like I do. <laughs> nah, I can see where you're coming from, uh, for sure. I go um, lie. I was a little salty, but like now that I've had time answers. to reflect, I'm like, it really don't fucking matter. That's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's almost. I feel like you always hear that. It's like the decision is like, oh yeah, your best friend is going to be like your best man or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I understand. I get it. But he was like, I'd understand if you made it. If you made your like, I call my cousin uh, Bino. I call him my older brother. Mm-hmm. He's like, he said, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would understand if you made like your brother or your cousin, like your best man, my cousin Mikey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Nah, man. <laughs> yeah, like you. It's kind of like that. The thing, yeah, like when it's that black and white, who like your best friends are, then I feel like it's easier probably to make that choice. And yeah, I feel like. I feel like it's it's understandable if you know like uh like you said whoever like you would be in competition with yeah friends not family I feel like they would know like okay this is fucking Emilio he's been they've he been fucked down up. for forever. he fucked up telling me that though because now he's <laughs> not gonna hear the end of it from me. like the other day I called him random as fuck and I was I was just like I just told him I loved him mm-hmm. and I was like. I said his cousin's name and the other the other friend's name. I said they'd never do that, would they? Fucking <laughs> shit, that's hilarious. 
<laughs> but um, I don't know. I just think like the older we get, like the more obviously the more I've been thinking about that kind of shit. Like who's um, gonna be in my wedding party? Like who do I want to have in my shit? You know what I'm saying? Because I want my shit to be fun. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah, want it nah, to be I lit. Have it. Definitely. You you say you never played Crash and Spiral growing up, bro? What kind of childhood did you have? So listen, bro. I played them growing up. Yeah. But I always thought they were corny as fuck. What? As a kid? Yeah. I always thought they were whack. You thought Crash was... Spyro, Spyro wasn't that bad, but I thought Crash was corny as fuck. Crash beat your ass, boy. And... Like then they came out like Crash Racing and shit, and I'm like, Crash Team Racing, fake ass Mario. Crash Team Racing was better than Spot. Crash uh, Bandicoot was a fake ass Mario, and then the racing was fake ass Mario Kart. He was, I ain't say better. No, it wasn't. Crash Bandicoot better than Mario 64, bro. No, it wasn't. It was. No, it wasn't. It really was. So like, and CTR was better than Mario 64 racing. I revisited Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. With uh, last year, last year they came out the remake, so I played it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was not tripping as a kid. Like, this game is cool. No, nah, you're fuck. tripping, bro. Even bro, the remakes was... That game stinks, bro. Nah, you're smoking dicks. That shit bro. sucks. You're on drugs. I'm not on drugs. You're on all the drugs. I bro. don't do drugs. You're on... He's on... Hey, listeners. I seen him do drugs. I do zero drugs. He's on the big drugs. That game is ass bags, bro. So, back in the 90s, 98, 99, you was, I was playing... playing Tomb Raider... It's better than Tomb Raider, bro. No, Get out not. of here. Tomb no, Raider. You like them blocky titties. That's why, bro. Exactly. Those are little hornballs since I was six years old. Fucking disgusting. No, but I played that, and I, I was I was a Sega head. So I played Con- Sonic, Kid Chameleon, Crash shit better like than that. Sonic, bro. No, it's not. It is. Sonic got a movie. Crash need him. Crash movie. Crash don't speak English, though. <laughs> <laughs> It sound like the uh, the nigga. What's the baseball player? <laughs> Whoa, who? A big poppy. The uh, Asian dude. Oh, Otani. Yeah, it sound like him. So we can't we can't do that. He said, Exa- Exactly right. Nah, Crash better though, bro. It's no, okay. bro. But like, and plus, growing up, I played Madden. Yeah. That's what I've always played Madden. That's why I'm fucking good at it now. Yeah, like, no, I used to play the old man's too, but my bro. dad used to throw me in gauntlets as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd be playing his friends and shit, <laughs> shitting on his friends. I'm mm-hmm. eight years old, shitting on grown ass men and mad. <laughs> nah, Crash got mad and beat, bro. Nah, man, You're not tripping. now, not now. But back then, bro, I was like, okay, I'm done with this mad shit. Put it in the crash. All those games growing up were kind of corny to me, bro. Bro, you smoking dicks, bro. Nah, man, I was just busy living life. Nah, I said, fuck dicks, these corny bro. ass games. I'm gonna play some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Smoking dicks, bro. I said, I'm gonna go shoot some dice. That's what you were doing? Dope. Do some shit. Hey, bro. Oh, shit. You picked up. I got a question for you, real quick. We're recording the podcast. Say what up. What up, what up? All right, bro. Okay, so do you remember being a kid in the 90s? Yeah. Remember that shit? It was fun, wasn't it? The games and shit? It was hella fun. Okay. Can you name like one or two games that you were playing like in the 90s, early 2000s? Like video games or like yeah, like video games, games, like video games. In the nineties, um, all right. Well, first I would say, I would say Crash Bandicoot. All right, you don't even got to say oh, nothing hell else. Hell no, <laughs> you don't even got to say nothing else, bro. You're good already, <laughs> bro. He said. I remember that because like when I got PlayStation One, that was like the first game my dad bought me, and we would play that shit together. Yeah, see, bro. He said first of all, he said Sonic was better. Disagree. I, like Sonic, I love I Sonic. Think I resonate more with Crash, and I enjoyed him. Cause he's crazy. See, he be spinning and shit. He said, Boo! It's hard to me as a kid too. Maybe that's why. Boo! I yeah. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> this shit is definitely hard. What he said, Madden, old ass Madden was better. Madden '98. I wasn't playing Madden in the '90s, but I was playing NBA Live in the '90s. Oh yeah, Live Jam, NBA like, Jam like, too. Think about that shit. Yeah, NBA Jam, NBA Street. Street football. Well, street wasn't out back then, bro. It was in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, see, you already solved, you already answered the question, bro. I was busy playing, I was busy playing Ninja Turtles and shit. He said Tomb Raider, bro. He looking at them titties, bro. I I only played demos of Tomb Raider. I was in a jet mode, though. Oh, yeah, that was a shit. What's that? What's the extreme? What's that snowboarding game? SRS? Oh, SSS SXX? That wasn't out yet either. Yeah, I would definitely play the the two extreme, three extreme. Yeah, um, no, that was the shit. Oh, man, what else? I'm trying to think what else to what Prap of the Rapper. Yeah. Um, he said he likes Spyro better than Crash, though. What you think? Mm, 
I think I like Crash more, but that maybe that's just because I played it more. I did enjoy Spyro. I think I played the first two games of Spyro a lot because my one cousin had it and we would play it like a lot. Mm. Um, but I think overall I still enjoy Crash more. But I don't know. I maybe like I said, that's because I got it for my birthday. I think I never owned Spyro, whereas I did, I did own Crash. I think that's probably why. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the input from a real a kid with a real childhood. <laughs> yeah, let me know if y'all need anything else. All right, bro. Take it easy. Okay, so anyway, back to the the, uh, the freaky shit. That ain't freaky. I don't know why I said that, but Kanye West and Pete Davidson. The beef continues. The one-sided beef continues. <laughs> Kanye West had a new song with the game. Shout out the game. Uh, what was that shit called? Uh. Whatever it is, first of all, the cover scary as shit. Yeah, whatever bro. it is, it sucked. What is that little animal? It's, it looks like a monkey, but like skin. <laughs> looks like a skinned monkey. Yeah, that's you shouldn't even be allowed to show that. It looked like a beef stick with a face. A beef stick with a face. Yeah, bro. Anyways, it's called Easy. The game and Kanye West. I feel like the games versus fire. Um, the beat was okay. Kanye West versus mid, but. Anyways, he had a diss verse or diss yeah, a little bar for uh, Pete Davidson, talking about he gonna kick his ass. And then Pete Davidson got security because I guess he's taking this shit serious. Well, you oh, gotta up remember, the security. You gotta remember Pete Davidson is a scrawny white guy. Yeah, he is. Who you? He probably couldn't harm a fly. True. How you feel about this? this is a little offshore. How you feel about somebody who? Granted, you're a comedian, but comedians talk shit, bro. Do you do you think they like? You should be prepared for like whatever's coming to you, right? Man, bro. First and foremost, Pete Davidson didn't say shit about Kanye. Not now. He did earlier, a while ago. He did. Yeah, what he said. SNL and shit. Um, what did he say? I can't remember exactly, but it was something like he was calling Kanye West a dick or some shit like on SNL. I don't. Well, he is know. a dick. I'm just saying though, but still, I mean, maybe you don't like to be called a dick. I feel like as anybody in general, you should be prepared for anything. Yeah. As a comedian that always, as, as uh, comedians are people that talk shit about everybody and everything, mm-hmm. yes, you should be prepared for any type of backlash or anything. Yeah. Um, you should definitely keep that same energy at all times with everything that you speak on. Mm-hmm. But in terms of this, like, first and foremost, have you ever dated someone that they've had an ex like this? To where, like, oh, if I see you, I'm going to beat your ass. Shit oh, like my that. gosh. Yeah, no, I hate people like that. I haven't dealt with that personally, but I'll, I've always been the person where it was kind of like, nah, man, that's that ain't. I ain't even entertaining that shit. That ain't P. <laughs> that ain't P at all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nah, I don't fuck with that. So, that's so, like, childish behavior to have. Like, nigga, she don't even want you no more. Exactly. Why do you, you, you give a fuck about her? And you, you thinking you acting like this towards me is going to make her want you more? Not at all, bro. Step, please step, so you can get put down and show. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's whack. But I think that uh, Kanye West, that diss. First and foremost, it was ass. I thought the song sucked. I thought Kanye's verse sucked, and I thought the diss was corny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, he said, "What he say?" He said. God saved me from this crash so I could Pete, Pete, beat Pete Davidson's ass. Yeah. I'm like, so he didn't save you so you could change <laughs> music. You could, you could cha- have all these kids yeah. so you could change the world in a sense. You know what I'm saying? That's not why mm-hmm. he saved you. He saved you just specifically so you could beat up Pete Davidson. Right. One. Two. Why Pete Davidson of all people? Because <laughs> he took his wife. I'm just like. He took my wife. Here's the thing, though. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. This is like you could just tell it's gonna be like a fling. You know what I'm saying? It definitely, it definitely looks flingish. But at the same time, could be wrong. But he got the Schmidt Davidson. He got the meet the Schmidt Davidson. Davidson. That's a, that's word on road, bro. I don't know, bro. He is tall as it's fuck. It's either true or it's false, bro. Because he, probably- he got too much turnover. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if you if, if you got if you slanging like that, then. Why? Well, I mean, you could slang. Why you get with a girl and then they end up leaving you like a like a week if later? You, it don't change the fact that you're lame. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, you could you could have a you could have a fucking hog. The and hog. You, and you could throw that wild shit hogs. sometimes. You could have like a wild boar. Damn. But like, Not if if you corny as that, can only last. It can only last you for so long. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when in terms of like real connection, it beats 
sex ten thousand times out of ten. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather have right about this. I'd rather have all right sex with somebody that is the fucking shit mm-hmm. that I could spend every day with and be like, Yeah, you're fucking amazing than some bomb ass sex with a bitch with no personality. I gotta stop saying bitch. I really gotta stop doing that. Stop. <laughs> but I'd rather I'd much rather have the former than the latter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I'll take the all right and the because that's no matter what your sex is gonna dry up eventually anyways yeah you know what i mean so i definitely will take the uh give me some soul food the former as well you know what i'm saying feed my soul i don't need all that extra shit that's just extra you know what i'm saying as long as you feed in my soul that's all i care about but in terms of like this kanye west shit though man i think kanye is uh you guys as as everyone knows i don't really hold my Thoughts back with anything Especially Kanye Mm -hmm. But uh, I think he's very um, You can't be a man of God Yeah man He's trying to turn me the other way Talking about You about to beat Pete Davis (laughs) And I mean I kind of I said the shit Seemed like an act You did And I was kind of on the fence Well I said back then On the old days On the pod I said like I don't think it is And then I guess If it does change up That's when I'll make my Um but it, it doesn't invalidate anything that he's been doing. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't say that. But it just, it just, it's hypocritical tendencies, though. Yeah. When you're stern and you say, I'm not going to do this and I'm not doing this. But then, yeah, now you're in the studio with Future and shit and you talk about you're going to beat people up. It's like, come on now, bro. Yeah. Like, that's that's a big-ass 180 from when you were two, three years ago. And, uh, and like I said, I mean, everyone's I fuck with his music, but... Everyone's, wise. Come everyone's on. human People change You know what I'm saying It is what it is But As much as he has changed Over the last 15 years Think of all the different personalities 20 he's had. years He's been like He's been like six different people In those last years <laughs> You know what I'm saying Hell yeah And I don't know I just think that This whole God shit I hate to say it like that Forgive me <laughs> But this, Damn. All of this stuff that he's been doing It was just like The latest phase and that's what I said when it first started. He switched from the Trump shit to that shit. I call, I, I called it how I saw it in a sense of he's doing this to try to win back. He's trying to. He lost people, so now he's trying to win those people back. Now he's gonna be him some more, and that's cool. That's fine, and it mm. doesn't bother me none anymore. I'm like past that shit. I'll still listen to his music and shit. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. I feel like it's just I think my view on it, just his character, I guess, changed within yeah. the last, like five years or so. Um, and I think like he doesn't. He has been just kind of acting up, and just being weird with the, with, the, with the way he moved. But yeah, I still like fuck with his movies. Super music, super heavy, and I still have him like my number one artist and shit like that. But just in, in terms of like beef shit though, with with your your ex's new man, man, that shit is so fucking corny. I could never picture myself being that. And way. it's corny because you you have a fling yourself, bro. Yeah. That's like so weird. And what's that, what, that? How do you think that's making her feel? You know what I'm saying? You're fleeing. Exactly. But even if it didn't make her feel any way, bro, you have somebody you obviously moved on. Exactly. Even if she's just a fling, you still care about your wife or whatever. Exactly. Nigga, how you mad at her being was like? It's just, yeah, it's just real cornball activity, bro. I, uh, you know, when like high school days, till like I was like 21, I used to be that guy to where I was like, oh, let me see her new man. I'm gonna smack the shit out of him. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it was super early on because I was like that, like in early 20s, like 20, 21. Yeah, yeah I was like, the same fucking I was, way. But. I was big on that. But now, I am like, if I was to see any of my ex's new dudes, I'll be like, I wouldn't say nothing unless they like approach me or nothing like yeah. that. But to me, it's it's love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't got. I don't love the niggas. I got. I got. I got nothing but like respect for anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like nothing. No bad ill intent towards anyone. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I'm at that point in my life now to where I'm just like, I mean, if you come to me on some peace shit, we could be on some peace shit. We could piece it up, talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Kick it. But to me, like, I'm not. I'm not even about to go out of my way. Like, I, w- I would rather like not say shit. Mm-hmm. Plus, that's an awkward conversation to have, anyways. Right. But um, I don't know. Like with that, with that whole beef shit, that could never be me, bro. Yeah, I could never I be like bro. that. And I don't know. To me, it's just, it's just, it's, it, it's immature. It's and it is, shit. like I said, it is Pete Davidson too. It's not like it's somebody who's. Like I said, granted, in the past on SNL, I think he made some jokes about Kanye, but bro, Pete Davidson looks like Count Pete. Chocula. He really do. He looked like damn Madagascar character. Like when he dressed up as Count Chocula on that fucking. Oh, I didn't know he did. He did for the Dave Chappelle skit. 
I didn't. It was that's on that on SNL. Yeah. I, I can't. Remember Bro, that. and it looked like he wasn't even out of costume. It looked like he wasn't even in costume. Damn, bro. <laughs> Damn, but, um, Pete Peter. I don't know. I, I again, I say it's corny as fuck. But hey, what can you do? You know what I'm saying? People have these egos, and it is what it is. Would you rather go? Hey, shout out to my man Lewis Cheers. Question? I don't know if he ever listens to this, but he puts he put this question up, and I want to ask it. Go ahead. He said, "Would y'all rather go to prison for five years, or be in a coma for ten years?" I go to prison for five. Prison for five? Yeah, I'd rather go to prison for five because I feel like I'm not losing any fucking time in my life. Granted, you're losing out in the, being in the real world, but I could, I'd rather take, I mean, that's, that's an experience I don't want to experience, but it's still an experience. So. Yeah. You come out all jacked with tats exactly, and shit. Exactly, right? Face fucking tats. Face tats. Fucking dudes. Nah, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> no thanks with the dude fucking. No I was, fucking for me. I was like, uh, I was talking to, uh, that ain't P. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck does pushing P mean? Pushing P, bro. Does anybody know what it means? I thought it was like uh, basically a player, like a P for player. Yeah, I always talk took P as player. You know what I'm saying? Like from Larry June. Yeah. I'm a real P. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like pushing P. Pushing P, I think it's just doing player shit. You're a fucking genius, bro. Am I? I think you. I think you're spot on with I, that. Did I solve it. I solved the P. You might have solved P it riddle? because literally, the last week and a half. Yeah. Everybody that I have seen Bro, yeah, that has mentioned it, they pushing P straight into the it's dirt. An, oh yeah, they yeah. <laughs> But Thanks. every person that I saw that they say it, I'd be like, "What does that mean?" And they'd be like, "Nobody knows." I seen McDonald's talking about our fucking Mc, uh, Walmart or whatever. Like we're pushing carts. Like you know, shut your dumb ass oh, up, Walmart. Well, um. Yeah, but I'd rather take the five years um, in the prison system, in the penitentiary. Oh, I talk about... Yeah, so. okay, I got you. Yeah, I think I'll do the same thing. Yeah. I would, I'd rather be in jail, locked down. Unless I get to live in, like, a coma metaverse, and I could fuck around, like, just do little coma shit in my own little world for 10 years. Wake up, you'd have to teach yourself how to walk again? Nah, yeah, you're right. I can't put pause on that and just, like... Nah, hey. nah. Um, Who you know what I washing in these balls in a coma, bro. The doctors, right? You think you you gotta take showers if you're in a coma? Yeah, you still sweating and shit. Get that nut cheese build how, up. How stinky you think somebody would be if they never like washed for ten Terrible. years in a coma? I'm pulling the plug. <laughs> <laughs> you walk as soon as you walk into the hospital, you smell that. SpongeBob, smack you in the fucking face. <laughs> Just touch you on the back Like what is that stank Yeah nah I'm pulling the plug on you Stank ass boy You know What my favorite thing That I saw In this last week and a half was Um And it can It confirmed Someone's goat status to me Ghost Goat Status Let me see Ain't had nothing to do with no Tacoma did it Nah Goat status Who got goaded this weekend Fucking uh, who got goaded, bro? I'll give you a, a a clue. Antonio Brown. Nope. You drink this. You you use this to make a mimosa. Larry June. Nah. Oh, did a juice man? Nah. <laughs> Champagne. Oh, Drake. The put the the the. Uh, we talk about that last time. Nope. We didn't see each other. Oh yeah. Drake is officially mm-hmm. goaded. Drake's weird though, though. Drake always do something, but it's how like, is that weird? Cause why he just flush the condom down? The Think throat? about this. Why he just take the condom with him? Think about this. Take Let's a explain condom it first. Take, you yes. walking around with a used condom? It had to be at nighttime. You You're walking around with a used condom. Yeah, I did it before I think. And then you should, and let's say you just throw it on the street. What if some home, homeless bitch? Bre- I didn't say throw it on the oh, street. Oh, that was Drake's condom. Explain. Right explain what happened. Explain. So, so what happened was this: a young harlot. That Drake associated with, um, she milked him. You could say. Oh, she took him to the milk. The milk. She took. Her, she took him to the she milk. The milk. The milk factory. table. So, it says allegedly Drake and IG model met up on Instagram, and the two decided to link up a few do weeks. They know ago. who the girl is. I do not know. I want to see her. It said the model and Drake had a romantic encounter. And what happened next was crazy. 
Oh, shit. So after the party, they went back to his hotel. They See, smoked weed. Oh, go ahead. Continue. They smoked weed, and he asked if she wanted to have sex. That's she funny. said he was very intent. You be asking, bro? I don't asking? Char- I didn't want to get you caught up. No, it's like a, it's like a, uh, not a, hey, do you want to have sex? It's more so like, a, like are a you okay with vibe. this? You know yeah, it's like a yeah. vibe almost. Well, most of the time, I don't really be pushing it either. Yeah. I just be letting shit, pee? I just let shit happen. Pussy? You don't you push P? No, I don't push P. I okay. just be let shit happen. You know what I'm saying? I be pushing P, bro. I just let shit happen. I be pushing P. Because I'm really not pressed like that. It, it is what it is. If it happens, it happens. You don't be pressing P? I'll be pressing P. Uh, okay, no, I get you. I feel it. I so be pressing P, be pushing it. So it said he he was very intent on making things were consensual. Hey, yeah. goat point for Drake. That's what I'm saying. Drake. I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> he's looking out for himself. For I guess being who he is, but just asking just sounds weird. So it said he went to the bathroom, came out with a condom on. They had sex. Mm-hmm. I don't know why this. It, she describes his dick too. Yeah, she putting fucking uh, girths and shit like bitch. You you measured this shit. So, anyways, he said after he they fucked, immediately after he went to the bathroom to dispose of the condom, right? Yeah. So, she admitted to this. She did. She fished the condom out of the trash, untied it, and admitted to opening the end of it. Into her vagina. So she Into tried to pee. get his. So she. So she tried to put his cum in her vagina. Yeah. So she was trying to get pregnant on purpose. Yeah. And it says, "Boy, was she in for a surprise." She said it felt like pouring hot lava into her vagina. Lava. She screamed. Drake ran into the bathroom. He admitted that he poured a packet of hot sauce in the condom to kill the sperm. Does that kill it? I I don't know if it's scientifically proven, but that bitch's pussy was on fire. Pushing pee. <laughs> what kind of hot sauce do you think he used? Uh, I'm gonna say some Louisiana hot sauce, not no mm-hmm. Frank shit. Frank's just not it's not hot enough. I think he used fucking Texas pee. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was on that Texas Yeah, what kind P, of hot bro? sauce did he use, man? I think he was on that Texas Texas Pete? Yeah, he had that Texas Pete up in the car. Hell yeah. <laughs> Look okay, at that Drake. Drake. Look at the Texas Pete. <laughs> hey. First and foremost, who the fuck thinks of that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let me put this hot sauce in yeah, this shit. Who. Like, who thought of that? That's a great idea. And You got to have the hot sauce everywhere you go, though. Can't nobody can't nobody call him weird. I think he's a fucking genius. No, I think it's kind of weird, bro. What's weird about that? Like I said, I feel like you you don't need to have hot. You could just keep it, keep it, kick her out. Just keep it in your pocket till you kick her out. Bro, keep it in a drawer. Fuck that. I didn't even think it was in his apartment or his hotel or whatever. He could have just kicked bro, her out. Fuck that. And he it, to me, it goes to show that he's like. I mean, he was on his you game. Can't trust these bitches. Yeah, you know exactly, what I'm saying? Like right? I gotta stop saying that. Fuck. Uh-huh. You can't trust them. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's like. Nah. When you're famous like that, you can't trust them. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, literally, it's a prime example. Look at how grimy you tried to do me. You know what I'm saying? You was yeah. trying to get pregnant. That's that's some grimy shit. Yeah, the fact that she, she's trying to sue him because that is whack. I forgot she was trying to sue him. Yeah, like, lock that how, bitch up. How can you get a... Lock her up. Yeah, lock her in jail. Throw away lock her key. up. Throw away the key. Yeah, I don't understand how she thinks she's about to get off. Like, I said 40 hours community service. 40 days. I bet this is probably the stock on hot sauce. Boom. He got, a, he got a drawer of hot sauce in his house. And you know how, like, you get, like, the... The, the little pack. I probably got yeah. some over there. See, man, bro? He's a genius. I don't give a fuck with nobody. Taco Bell. Bro. I just feel like me, bro, I would just... I would have just kept it. I feel like he's doing too much. That's too much extra work, too. Bro, ain't nothing extra about that. It ain't no- the fact that you got to go take the hot sauce, open the packet. No such thing as being extra when you covering your ass, bro. But he could either just tie it up and flush it down the toilet or just put it in his damn pocket. And just kept it till she left and then threw it in the garbage. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd have flushed it, bro. This was, this was out in the ether this week. A former escort with two vaginas... Cervixes, cervix, cervixes, cervixes. I got my dad too much tongue, bro. No, pause. P. <laughs> Two vaginas, cervixes, and uteruses. Claims her rare abnormality allowed her to have separate, to separate her sex work from her personal life. Huh. So basically, she's twenty years old, or she used to be twenty. 
Well, she's 30. <laughs> she used to be 20. Nah, she's 30 now. She got two vaginas, and she used one for uh, personal life and one for sex work. That's kind of interesting. Damn, she bad, too. Evelyn Miller discovered she had a uterus. What doctor terms gotta be all crazy and shit? Either way, okay, so essentially what this is is she used one pussy for sex work and the other pussy for her everyday life. So, like, you think, you think like, what if, like, her one, it was like she never had sex, she waited till marriage? Like a virgin for the other one? Yeah. What if she, like, fucked the non virgin one first and then, like, when you get married, then you start fucking the virgin one? It's like a whole different person. Or you can, like, switch it up and you can be, like, cheating, but you're not really cheating. <laughs> you put hot sauce in one of them, not the other one. <laughs> she said, "I'm half virgin." Just so you know, I said, "What does that mean?" Uh, so what? What's the question here, though? At hand, I don't know. I just, I just, just talk about it, bro. Do you Would think you date that somebody with two uh, peas? Two peas? Yeah. I mean, if she was cool, <laughs> if she was cool enough. I mean, yeah. But as a sex worker, no, nah, I ain't dating a sex worker. She former sex worker Now You don't gotta fuck Why not Cause you just don't have that sex With the, the sex work P You can just have sex it's With the personal P like there Personal P So I said stop looking at me <laughs> Just plug it up bro. <laughs> <laughs> Put an eye patch over that shit uh, I don't know man I don't know I mean she's cool enough Yeah but I think that that's wild Like having two P's Yeah that's kinda wild bro Did you think she could get Pregnant in both of them At the same time and then two babies come out. Yeah, like that she said, like dangerous. she got double stomach. She said got two uteruses. That sounds dangerous. Though. That sounds real dangerous. And you just pop up and then pop up another pop, one. Pop, pop. Yeah. Pop, pop, pop. She said, "This one's yours. This one is Ty's. Right. Somebody else's." Hell no, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I wish they had a picture. I want to see it. Then, like, I wonder if she'd be like, "Oh, this is." Would she consider it cheating if, like, she has sex with her one p, but not the one that you have sex with? Yeah, because it's still attached to your body. Man. If somebody fuck your ear, you're still cheating on me. That's a great point. So both of them peas belong to me. Damn, could you imagine you you got a girl and she's like, this dude put his dick in my ear. Damn. And I liked it. Just bust all in her ear. Hell no. I said, I'm done. And I'm jumping off a bridge. You hear me coming? <laughs> Say. <laughs> Hey, shout out to you, dumb lady with the two Ps. Yeah, shout out to the two P lady. Uh, uh, I don't think I'd be able to do that. No, I feel weird. I just want to see it. Though. Yeah, I'd have to see how it looks. But right. it's like above the other one. Or it's like, hey, are they like next to them. You know, yeah. neighbors. Yeah, I don't know. Shout out to you, though. I'm like, wait, why is there not a picture of this shit? Probably because it's on the news. You got to go to like Pornhub to look at that shit. Wanted to give a shout out to the BLT podcast. Shout out to the BLT podcast. They asked a question on their podcast, and it said, "Why do men avoid relationships?" Mm. And I figured, as two men, we could weigh. I am in, a man. We could weigh in our op- our uh, opinions on it. You know what I'm saying? So, do you think um, do you think men do avoid relationships? Um, I would say, yeah, I would say there's a I don't know about majority, but I think there's a big crowd. A substantial crowd of men that do, and I feel like the reason, well, one of the reasons why I feel like most men want to experience the 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 cornucopia of of peas out there, bro. <laughs> I, th- I think that's what it boils down to, for real. I feel like when you're young too, like twenty five or just twenties in general, I feel like. When you feel like you're in your like your sexual prime or whatever, I think you do. I think you do want to experience it. Most people do. I don't think they want to be locked down. Now, of course, it varies, but um, I feel like that could be one of. Because when you get um in a relationship, you know you gotta you know be keeping shit pee. I'm, I'm gonna say pee for the rest of this podcast. That's I don't fine, give a fuck, fine. bro. That's cool. <laughs> this is the pee the pee cast. It's like nah, but um, I feel like you want to. Like I said, it goes back to that thing about the whole phase. I feel like everybody should have a little whole phase, mm-hmm. or at least. Um, experience, I guess, what comes with it. Uh, I think that men, most men do avoid relationships because, like you said, they they want to experience shit, right? Mm-hmm. And they like the thrill of the chase. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I look at my younger self, mm-hmm. I look at how I used to be in a sense of I refused to settle until someone gave me a reason to right 
And mm-hmm. for the most part, I think that if a woman didn't do anything extravagant that made me think of you're not like all of these other women, I had no reason to try to settle down with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the way that I looked at it was, why would I... This is going to sound very asshole-like, but this is how I used to think. Why would I settle for someone that's just like everyone else when I can have everyone else? True. Or at least try. You know what I'm saying? I get you. No, I see where you're coming from. And um, that way of thinking is how I think most men think. And they don't realize that having one person that you can really be yourself with someone that sees you someone that accepts you someone that makes you feel loved as like Kanye said one girl girl one good girl is worth a thousand bitches and that's some real ass shit it's the truth yeah. and I've realized that as I've gotten older and I've grown out of that mindset that I've had you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like yeah. you gotta realize that yeah men are men are championed for sleeping with multiple women or they it's it's disgusting how men look at women as trophies sometimes you know what I'm saying but like that that's the reality of shit like that's how it is and that's how it is especially from the age of 20 to like 27 26 27 you know what i'm saying that window yeah that's how motherfuckers think yeah and i don't know to me it is um to me it's 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 a lot better to have that one person you know what i'm saying like yeah, when that, that you when can build that person, with, yeah. that you can build with, and like that shit. Like we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Like just like entertaining multiple people and shit like that. Like bro, that is such extra work, and it's just I don't know. It's just too much. And I look at how I used to be, like from the ages of like eighteen to twenty something. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, how the fuck did you do that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah. All, all to try to be like, oh yeah, I'm the man. Mm-hmm. Like nah, but it's just corny. Like I almost got to the point like I was, I was just doing it out of boredom too. Yeah, like I just was want to be talking to hella people, not even like trying to like. Wait, well, I I feel like for a while I wasn't like, looking for a relationship. I was just. But. I think that as we get older, right? Yeah. I think that men avoid relationships now, because. Those years that you do decide while you're in those that that phase, you know what I'm saying, where you do decide that you are going to get into a relationship, most of them don't really work out, right? And you hold on to those traumas mm-hmm. that you've gained from those, yeah. and you hold it against everyone else. So, like, by the time you're almost 30, mm-hmm. you have all these walls built up, and you have all these traumas that you don't even know how to deal with for real. Most men don't. Because mm-hmm. men really don't know how to deal with their feelings on some real shit. Most yeah. men don't. And you have all these traumas and you don't realize that shit that's happened to you over time in your life. You have like, it's almost like a, a, a resentment towards that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So anytime something gives you, anytime you give something the chance that, hey, this can hurt me. Mm-hmm. You immediately cut that out, and you want to cut that off, and you're like, "Fuck that!" You know what I'm saying? Because you ha- you build up your own walls, and you build up yeah, your own no, sw- yeah, way of yeah. doing things to where you're like, "I will not allow anything to try to disturb my peace," until this person shows me that they are like so extravagant that I can let them in. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I've I I I, uh, I listened to this podcast before, and they said in it, they were like, being in a relationship with someone and settling down as a man. It's not me saying that I trust you. It's me saying that I trust myself to be able to deal with this if it hurts me. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it is both, but definitely with you that second part. And I think that men most men aren't confident with their ability to not let something hurt them. Hell so they'd yeah. rather not even take that chance. And oh, for sure. I think they're it's a hindrance towards themselves, but hey, it is what it is. People have traumas and people have walls and people have mm-hmm. all of these things that they've built up over time that if they don't if no one's ever taught them how to like hey it's all right you know what i'm saying hey you can you can let this go mm-hmm. this person isn't the person that you dealt with six years ago or something like that yeah. then you'll be able to move forward but i don't know that's i to me that's why i think men really avoid relationships it's like but men the first part of this my answer was like kind of like kids like like as a, as a kid mm-hmm. essentially but like as a man i think that 
to me that's what it is it's just like you don't you would rather be by yourself and put on this role to where you give no one power over you yeah and giving anyone a chance of having any kind of way to hurt you yeah it's basically what a relationship is you're giving them you're like being as vulnerable as you can with you know every aspect of your life so i mean with that information people could not, not that they're going to use it against you but like i said when, when you're that open i feel like you don't see the knife coming to stab you in the back sometimes. oh yeah it's like you don't even think that's a possibility yeah so, um that definitely would be something that would hold you back from getting to like a uh a real committed relationship just because going into it you're going to think that and then when it's going to be hard to once you go, go into a thing like that, it's going to be hard to, like, let that uh, feeling go. Yeah. That you can be, like, cheated on. You can be used. You can be, et cetera, all that type of shit. So, yeah. Especially, yeah, when you do have the trauma of it happening in the past multiple times, possibly. It's like you start to get that, that feeling when, like, ah, all y'all are the same. Or mm-hmm. And it's like it comes to a point where it's like nothing's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was for a little bit. Not even nothing worth it, but it just was like, eh. Mm-hmm. It happened when it happened. I'm not even like, not even pursuing like shit like that at the moment. Yeah. And, but I will say that I'm glad that um, as you get older, you learn ways and you grow out of that mindset. Hopefully. Yeah. No. Definitely. Hopefully. I, yeah. I don't. You don't want to. The person that. That's why I didn't like those fresh and fit guys. Cause I feel like they just lumped every woman in like a. A bubble, and yeah. it's kind of it, to me. That's just saying that they they got trauma. You know, what I'm saying they they never exactly right because that that's the fact that there's dudes not like y'all should let you know that there's women not like all the people mm-hmm. you like putting putting these like um these things on. I guess like saying they're this way or they only want this or that. Yeah, it's like nah, that's just a certain type of woman because there's fucking hundreds and thousands of different types that uh. Are all different. You just gotta know where you're looking, bro. And it's also that thing when people say like, "Always pick the wrong type." Like, no, you, your type is just. I feel like, isn't what you want. A lot of, a lot of people, I think, get confused with that too. Well, the thing is this: what I have learned about mm-hmm. myself and just about life in general mm-hmm. is that one, your life is a reflection of you, right? And the partner that you choose usually is some form of reflection of yourself mm-hmm. whether it's something that makes you insecure about yourself or the thing that you love most about yourself yeah so like when i look at never mind i'm not going to get into that <laughs> but when the the way that i see it is when you're with someone and you're happy with them mhm and it's just it's a nothing but a great feeling it's because they're bringing the best out of you yeah right mm-hmm. and they make you feel good about yourself and they are reflecting all of the good about you to you just mm-hmm. as you are doing to them and it uh, essentially like you're uplifting each other and like i feel like the toxic relationships they were ref- they are a reflection of the things that you hate or you dislike about yourself you know what I'm saying? Or like, yeah. let's say, let's say you're dating someone and they're like the complete opposite of you and you wish you were like that. So it makes you feel angry towards this person because you, they're reflecting things about you towards yourself that you don't like, that you want to change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In a sense that you want to change to be like that. So it may harbor some resentment mm-hmm. or you may, you may be dating someone that um, brings out the worst in you to where you're just like, you're always arguing, always feeling negative, and it's just a reflection of like the things, like in that sense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know. I could be wrong. But what's your song of the week, my friend? Man, what I've been bumping this week, pushing P. <laughs> Push P. Uh, Wave Gods, actually. Nas, ASAP Rocky. Uh, South to West, Gunner. Gunner. What's your thought of the week? I thought it goes back to uh, what we just talked about and what we talked about earlier that I feel like we all are, we all are uh, just a canvas, bro. And like I said, whether it be women, good, bad, city you're from, people you dealt with, fights you got into, it's all different strokes of the, the paintbrush on your canvas, and that's what makes you who you are, bro. So, I mean, don't always look down 
on some negative shit that happened in your life because like you said earlier we're all you wouldn't be who you are without those flaws mm -hmm. without those you know scars without those uh people who taught you this taught you that took from you where you from how you were raised all of that shit so just be grateful of uh who you become going through everything that you've been through in life my thought of the week is keep it p keep it p um <laughs> embrace life and embrace everything that comes with it mm -hmm. so all the bad all the negative all the amazing things that life brings truly embrace it and appreciate it for what it is whatever it is that's happening in your life it's happening for a reason to help you grow and to help you become a better person mm -hmm. and i just think that people get too caught up in life is happening to me rather than life is happening for me you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but people get too caught up on this idea that all this negative shit is happening in my life so my life is nothing but negativity like my life's gonna fucking suck mm -hmm. well rather than you should look at that as what can i learn from this and how can i grow from this you know what i'm saying right so embrace things as they come take things for what they are and love and appreciate truly everything and everyone in your life because you are blessed to be able to experience everything you experience every day and it is a it is a blessing to even have air in your lungs to have two working lungs because some people don't even have that you know what i'm saying nice. so truly appreciate this life and love it as much as you can you know what i'm saying and love yourself because life is a reflection of you and how you feel about you so if you love yourself life will bring love mm -hmm. and this has been episode 128 of leaders oh, of the God. new do us a solid follow us on twitter and instagram at leaders otn leave us a rate and review man just do it it's not that hard what are you waiting for what are you waiting for you're sitting on the couch right. you ain't got no job just leave a rate and review ain't pushing p you ain't pushing p <laughs> P. Davis ain't got your bitch. But hey, as always, spread love, be wise, love, fully fight itself. Much love to you all. Have a great week. Screen. Yeah. Oh